0: been a little while, but welcome to BitFaced. I hope you guys all out there are safe and well and are dealing with everything that's going on as as well as you can. We're going to bring it back to the classics tonight. It's just going to be me and Tyler. And I have to start, Tyler, by asking you, number one, how are you dealing with all this? Because you weren't with us during the Corona episode. And number two, when we started this podcast three years ago, did you ever think that you and I would live within walking distance of each other and have to record over laptops?
1: <laughs> I for sure never thought we would have to. But uh, When it comes down to it, though, how I'm dealing with Corona, it's not so bad for a couple months when I didn't see or talk to anyone. You know, that wasn't great. But now I've got my home office set up really well, told that we're not going back to the work office for many months. So I'm kind of just settling into it, man.
0: So you were kind of lucky like I was that as far as work life goes, it it didn't change too much. And I'm really like my heart goes out to the people who have gone through that. A lot of my friends do work mobily and weren't affected. But I know a lot of people out there were also affected has been the industry that we love so much. The video game industry. We're going to do a full episode about the two new consoles. The only reason we're not going to touch on that today is because we're about to get a lot of information in the next couple weeks. Within the next four weeks, three weeks, we're going to have some sealed down release dates, probably some game schedules, and a good idea of what's going on. So Tyler and I will get back together and talk about that. Tonight, we wanted to talk about some goodness in the world. And this is not a result of the coronavirus. But for whatever reason, the game studios that we know and love have pulled their heads out of their respective asses this year. We're not getting only one, but we're getting two skateboarding games that have been announced. This does not include Session, which we hear crickets from uh, on the Microsoft front. We're also getting a new 2K golf game, which I'll get into a little bit later. My love of golf video games. I want to start though, Tyler, by asking you. Skater XL is releasing in July. You've played it. Give me your initial impressions.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, Skater XL, in my opinion, is uh, it's really interesting because what's released right now on PC is kind of like their greenlit version. And so they have two maps. They're both in California and they're both kind of small. So if you think, although thinking back to, you know, old skate games, they didn't have very big maps either. You know, it's about the size of a skate park somewhere out in front of like a school or like a courthouse. And in that regards, that was a little disappointing going into it and thinking, man, is this all there is to the game? But it's not. Now that it's actually releasing, we're going to get full open cities from what I've heard, which is going to be great. Super fun to skate in. But nothing necessarily else interactive outside of the skate. What's really cool about it is the control system where you use each, each stick is going to be one of your feet on your board so you actually can
0: like skate three
1: yeah totally so you control how far down you like crouch to ollie which side you flick off the board to do different tricks and everything like that so it's it's really fun in that regard
0: so if you're using both sticks as opposed to skate i misspoke which only used one stick for tricks the other one was movement how are you moving around are you tapping buttons to to pump or
1: yeah, so there is a button to pump to kind of like push, to push. and yeah but as far as like the the movement itself it, it is really interesting because one of the sticks until you crouch is Your like turn your left and right kind of turn and then once you crouch you can't turn anymore I, I believe there is a way using like a shoulder button to kind of turn a little bit uh, But I didn't experience that so I kind of had to line myself up for my trick And then as soon as I was ready, (laughs) crouched down and then and then kick it.
0: So it sounds like it's taken the more realistic approach that EA did with the skate game. Skate one through three. Three is still available backwards compatible on the Xbox if you want to try it. The complaints I've heard about the game are it is super bare bones to the point that there's not even a career mode or goals. As a gamer, even though I love skating, that really turns me off because it sounds like a sim game. I don't really want to necessarily play that unless the controls are so good. But if you and I can't play a game of online horse, how much fun are we really going to have with that? So I'm worried that they focused way too much on the mechanics, which is important. The most important part, don't get me wrong. But in 2020, bring me a full game. If you're going to charge me 49 $9 or 59.99 for something, I want a game and I don't want promises of, Maps down the road. Also, I'm betting on console we're not going to get all the cool shit you guys get on PC because people are already making custom parks. You said that the barracks has already been created. If they don't have some sort of create mode like they did in Skate 3, I don't think that us console players are going to have as much fun with the title.
1: I think that's a great point because I almost would recommend anyone who can get it pick it up when it's released on PC just for the fact that you do have this community of people who are out there making all this extra content, tons of skaters, tons of parks, all sorts of cool, you know, graphical assets. So I, I hope, like you said, they, they thought about that and it releases with the console games, but I'm a little worried at this point that it might not.
0: I was kind of disappointed with the, not that I don't like Tom Asta, but with the pros that were included in the game, They're going to have to have some sort of goals because on PlayStation and on Microsoft or Xbox, they have to release with an achievement or trophy list. So there's going to have to be some sort of skeleton to it. It can't just be, here's your board, go skate and, and have fun. And plus, for me, it's not as much fun if you can't tape the tricks, if they don't have score values attached to them, if you and I can't compete together like we mentioned, or even back in the days of a franchise, I'll mention a little bit better in just a second. You used to have eight player sessions and we could skate together. You could go from goal to goal. You could stop and play a game of skate. We could try a ledge out. You stuff like that is what really it took the game from being a game I would play for twenty hours to a game I would play for a hundred
1: plus hours. And I totally agree, you know, with those games that we're about to bring up. <laughs> In fact I, I say we just go there. Let's just transition to it, man. Good, good transition joke
0: too that's phenomenal (laughs) so the best announcement i got last week as a gamer is on september 4th we are getting a remastered version of tony hawk 1 and tony hawk 2 i could not be more excited they're coming out with the original soundtrack minus a few tracks i'll talk about in a second here all of the original skaters from the games and how they're explaining it is the original skaters are going to age so rodney mullen's going to look like rodney does now Costin's going to have his gray hair and they're going to say that those characters have learned the manual and tricks that weren't in one and two so that you can do one and two games with mechanics from future parts of the series that made some of the scoring insane I haven't gotten to play it yet. I will have the demo level the day it comes out. But when they did the graphical comparisons, holy shit. It looks like, and it's the team, I think it's, are they Team Bondi? It's the same team that remastered uh, Crash Bandicoot.
1: Correct. Yeah. And it's really interesting too, because from what I read, you know, this isn't just your average like HD update of current assets. They're taking everything and building it from the ground up. So we're getting, A real next gen version of these, you know, Tony Hawk games that we had in the past.
0: I can't wait to play it. They did a really good job with the Crash Bandicoot games, in my opinion. They remastered one through three, I believe. I got that collection. It's on sale often. If you're a Crash Bandicoot fan, pick it up. They did a super job with that. So that leads me to believe that they probably do these projects as a labor of love. And they probably I mean, granted, they do it to make money, don't get me wrong. But I would imagine you get a team like that together and you put out something as good as the Crash Remasters, they're not gonna pick up the Tony Hawk brand and fuck it up. I hope not.
1: I can't imagine they will. Like, even just the the screenshots and the few like videos that we've seen to this point have blown me away. And if it's even just that as a remake for the game, I'm already like stoked i'm i'm almost satisfied like i'm like just give it to me now
0: (laughs) i do have one concern and that is they've announced that and activision is kind of in charge of all of this but they announced that well somebody asked them i should say is the game going to have microtransactions and their answer was the game will not have microtransactions at launch everything will be unlockable through the game and the two words at launch is what worries me not the same studio but the studio ironically enough that did the crash racing remaster released it no microtransactions reviews were through the roof three weeks later microtransaction store added to the game so what the studios are doing not all of them they're releasing games that we're like oh wow man everything's unlockable this is just like when i was a kid oh no we're going to put a store up here in four weeks for the Fortnite generation so they don't have to beat the hardest boss to get the cart that you're racing and they can just pay money to get it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot in a skateboarding game that could easily be turned into a microtransaction. Skins, clothing for characters, boards, like board graphics, shoot, all the way down to wheels, like trucks, like...
0: (laughs) Can you imagine microtransactions to like buy individual bearings (laughs)
1: Oh my gosh, like I want ABEX, you know, red ABEX 7s in my wheels, so give me 99 cents.
0: Honestly, though, I don't have as much of a problem with the aesthetic stuff that I do with the stuff that boosts you. Yeah. When Star Wars came out two plus years ago, and it was like, okay, you, you love Darth Vader. You have to play for 80 hours to get him, or 10 bucks. Fuck you. (laughs) Like, come on.
1: I'm really glad that I played that game with you guys now as opposed to then because it's a really good game.
0: I said it at the time it came out. I believe we talked about it a little bit on BitFace. But mechanically speaking, it's awesome. It's so much better than the other Battlefront. And now that it works, you saw how much fun we had playing it. It was a good time. The mechanics are solid. It's a good game to get together with your friends, especially if you're Star Wars fans. But that is just a slap in the face. And I feel if the Tony Hawk name is sullied further with microtransactions, because you have to remember video game wise, Tony Hawk's brand is not where it needs to be. Tony Hawk Five was a disaster. Yeah, I bought it on PlayStation on sale just because I had the well, how bad could it really be thought? <laughs> it's It's bad,
1: really, it's really, really bad. bad.
0: So I'm hoping that this is going to be kind of a, a rebound for him. To use yeah. a basketball term and a skateboarding line—that's terrible. But
1: <laughs> I, I agree with you, man. And like, if the microtransactions are only like deck graphics or something like that, and they give me like I don't know five dollars for a pack of twenty that I really like, maybe I'm okay with that. But if it affects the gameplay in any way, I don't want it. Just. <laughs> Stop it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you there. Just come on. If we're dropping 50 bucks on a game, give us a game. If you want to have extra shit and extra parks, I'll pay for a level down the road. If I'm really stoked about the game, I'll pay for a character I'm really excited to use. As long as you don't just include one character in the game.
1: Right. Yeah. If you're not like here, you have to unlock everything past this by paying me tons of cash. Then, yeah, I'm good with that, too.
0: EA did it a while ago in their golf series to where you could buy courses with real money or you could buy them with points you made playing. And it would literally like you would have to play for a month straight every night for three hours to get one course. Now, at the time, they weren't as money hungry as they are now. And you got a chunky amount of courses like 16 and these were like another eight that you could add on to. So you weren't disappointed in this $60 game, but if you're going to make something unlockable and pay for it, make the time feel worth it for me. Like if yeah. I have to pay 10 bucks for it, I should be able to unlock it in
1: 30 minutes. <laughs> <You> yeah. <know. laughs> I mean, at least like a night's playthrough, whatever that would like. Nothing should stretch
0: out for a month and, you or have experience with Titus with the phone games. They all work like that.
1: Oh, man. And they're terrible, too. Like so much so that he's constantly like, hey, can I go do something to earn money to buy this? And I'm like, you can, but you should save it and buy new games when they come out.
0: Or buy something good. And I understand why the kids like to play with the phone. This is completely off topic, but I'm going to take it into to golf. All right. So not only do we have two skateboarding games coming out this year, we're also getting a golf game. 2K is making it, which is really hit or miss on the sports. But I used to play video game golf religiously when the Tiger Woods games were out. Those are some of the best games to get together with your friends. It's relaxed. You can drink a couple beers and have some snacks and, and play 18. And it's really chill there hasn't been a good golf game in years. In fact, they tried to put one out without Tiger. It was Rory McElroy's golf. And I think the game would have worked had it not just been terrible. It was like eight courses. The mechanics were off, which I don't understand because the version that came out before that's one of the best EA golf games ever came out. Did they just forget what they had made? No, they probably just rushed it to, to market. So I'm hoping this one is not rushed, especially since we had not heard about it. Before last Friday, it's not like they had it at the last EA and we were like, oh, yeah, 2K golf with shit. Who's on the cover? Justin Thomas. Yeah. Who? Exactly. (laughs) But
1: (laughs) Nobody I know for sure. That's crazy. And yeah, I mean, why? Like if this has been in the works or if you're putting time into this, why? Why are we just now finding out about it? So that's kind of my question.
0: And it looks like 12 courses. That's not bad. Not too bad. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And we will also be starting the BitFaced Golf League. We have more interest in playing golf than we do Fortnite. I'm just going to put it out
1: there. <laughs> we do. It's crazy. Like, I, no one has suggested any kind of Battle Royale to this point, And that's one of the games that we could probably get in multiple people on. So...
0: We played Battle Royale on Red Dead Redemption Night. Whatever the Battle Royale mode on Red Dead was, we played that.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess I didn't get in until we were doing the four before, or the free-for-all. So.
0: Okay. That was a lot of fun. But we are going to have a Bitface Golf League. Well, we figure, too, it's easy. You can log on once a week. You can put up a score. You can compare it to everybody else. We can play individual matches in person and track that. We used to do this on my old website. We would track how we played against each other. So we're definitely going to be doing that. But that does bring me to the BitFace Game League that we've had going, or Game Night, I should say. And I can't even say the words BitFace Game Night without giving mad props to David Frizzell, a.k.a. Frizz. You guys have heard me say it every BitFace Game Night. I make sure we all give him props and give him cheers because you know what? He deserves every single one of them and more. He texted me one day and said... Hey, Eric, we're all stuck at home. What do you think about us getting together one night a week or a couple nights a week and playing some video games? I think that's a great idea. And now, I mean, even my girlfriend knows not to make plans on Friday night during quarantine because she knows at 7 o'clock, even if she's here, nope, I'm I'm <laughs> going on to at least talk to everybody and see how yep. everyone's doing. And I, I do play, don't get me wrong, just not Halo anymore. Just not Halo. I was, <laughs>
1: I was like... <laughs> come on you know man. what you did so I'd, good
0: i'd like to try against you guys without beers but with beers there's no way
1: there's no way and I, had, I drank so many beers dude and i had so much fun but even on that match that i thought i was doing really good the uh one hit kill with the battle rifles and i was i was like snapping shots it was awesome i was having so much fun and then i look at the scoreboard and they're still double my kills and i was like oh i thought i was doing good with 20 but they're at 40 so
0: <laughs> yeah so and thank you guys for understanding that i wanted to drop out but i did get a replacement mike the quad took my spot
1: oh yeah i think honestly
0: it's- friday the 13th is the most fun i have and i'm glad that that's kind of been added as the late night game before everybody gets off okay let's play one or two i mean last week we did three but let's play a couple games of friday because I honestly think Friday is not necessarily a more even playing field, but it's just so much fun. It's us yelling at each other and like eight people trying or seven people trying to work together and one person trying to to mess all of that up. It's great. I've had so much fun playing Friday the 13th.
1: Even being able to communicate the entire game instead of having to get walkie, it's still hard. It's still balance. I think that almost balances it a little bit more. (laughs) We do
0: need now that you have a good setup, we do need to try real Friday the 13th with walkie talkies because it changes everything, Tyler, because you can no longer pick up the gas and be like, I've got the gas. I'm up at the top house. Meet me up here. Nope. If you don't have a walkie talkie, guess what? You've got the gas, but you can only talk to someone that's in your proximity. I I think it adds another level to the game. So maybe this week after Sea of Thieves, we'll try that.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. But it's been amazing. Amazing super huge thanks to frizzell we're gonna keep it going i know right now friday is our night but i know a bunch of people that we want to bust you know bitface game nights out onto other days of the week and especially on pc if any of you who listening play on pc i mean bitface has a discord jump in our facebook group and ask us for the link and we'll get you hooked up and come join us on on discord like we hang out we chat we toss pictures People from work now run a DD and d group inside our BitFace Discord. So there's just tons of fun to be had. We're enjoying hanging out with everyone more than we ever have been.
0: I couldn't have said it better myself, Tyler. People that I haven't ever played games with have showed up to play on console. People I haven't talked to in a couple years, as soon as that BitFace golf announcement came off, I was like, oh, I didn't even know you were still on Facebook. Like <laughs> <laughs> People are excited about getting together and play games. And you know what? All the directions the podcast has gone and all the things that we've talked about and the people that we've met. Didn't we originally start this because you and I loved video games and wanted to talk about them? I mean, that's that's where this all that's the core of this. I, I feel I mean, we don't call it bit for nothing.
1: I know. I totally agree. That is the core of this. We sit around. We have a couple drinks, get a little bit faced and play a little games <laughs> So, yeah, get
0: on the Discord. It's easy to find. Tyler put a link up on the Facebook page. If you need it, you can always reach out to one of us. Everyone is welcome on Friday nights. In fact, I'll give you my seat. I'm not kidding. Like, if it's an eight-person game, I will give you my seat, even in Friday the 13th, if that means you'll show up and play. And I will still hang out and chat. Maybe we can switch off. But I was having so much fun last Friday, even though it meant I quit because I sucked. Listening to everyone and watching the stream channels of everyone playing Halo, I was so like I felt like a dad, dude. I was so <laughs> proud, man. I was like, look at this, like, and and Freeze should be proud.
1: Oh yeah, but look should. at
0: everyone together, and and that's what it's all about. So thank you guys so much, showing up for the Discord, showing up for the Bitface game nights. That's what this is really all about. I think yeah, I'm almost at wrap here, T, for a, a good, solid what we planned on doing today. And we're going to try to make these a lot more frequent, guys. We really have the remote thing figured out thanks to Doug Lund. Uh, you guys know him from In Geek Out. But Doug has really got us set up to where we feel comfortable recording uh, virtually is what I'll call it. And the sound quality is not going to be as close as sitting in person. It, it never can be. But at least I think we'll put out a quality episode. I don't know. You guys can tell us. Tyler's very proud of his audio, so I know he's not going to release this if it sucks. If you guys are looking for something good to play and the world ended tomorrow, my game of the year is Doom Eternal. So please make sure and check that out. If you're looking for something good to watch, the Beastie Boys documentary that's on Apple TV or I Got It Creatively is wonderful. Check that out as well. Look forward to talking to all of you guys Friday, I hope, if not on Discord, if not on Facebook. Thank you for making our community so wonderful. If there's anything Tyler or I can do to help you guys out, let me know. Also, guys, I know everyone is super stressed out right now. I know when I go out in the world, the only word that comes to my mind a lot of times is disappointment. Mental illness is a real thing, guys, and it's something I've dealt with personally. If you need anyone to talk to, dead serious hit me up talk to somebody there is somebody out there that loves you and if there's not you know what i love you from the bit cave (laughs) down the street from each other tyler run trg glaze i am eric g hollis and i'm gonna go pull a front salad Baby.